the local church podcast, a podcast devoted to loving God, loving people, and making disciples. We'll be your hosts. I'm Pastor Ryan. And I'm Noah Gartland. What's wrong with you people? Welcome back to a local church podcast. I am your host, Pastor Ryan, and again, I am by myself. Man, sad day. I am excited. Today is Wednesday. It's our midweek here at uh, the local church, Mount Moriah Baptist Church. If you don't have a home church in Shelby County, Spencer County, Anderson County, Mount Moriah Baptist Church is centrally located in these counties, and we'd love to have you. We start at 6 o'clock on Wednesdays. We have a meal. It's a free meal. Everybody can come. We get to know each other. We eat together, and then we break off into children, student, and adults, and it is a good time to gather together, to grow together, and just to learn more about God and, and what we are to do as humans on this earth. Check us out, mmbcky.org. Today, we are going to be looking at Malachi chapter 3, starting in verse 6, going all the way down to verse 15. Now, again, Malachi, a messenger of God, speaking to the people of God on God's behalf. God is speaking through the prophet and reminding his people that they are his covenant people, and he's drawing them back. He is showing his faithfulness to them. And here in chapter 3, starting at verse 6, it says this. For I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore you, O children of Jacob, are not consumed. From the days of your fathers you have turned aside from my statutes and have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you say, how shall we return? Will man rob God? Yet you are robbing me. But you say, how have we robbed you? In your tithes and contributions. You are cursed with a curse, for you are robbing me, the whole nation of you. Bring the full tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and thereby put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you a blessing until there is no more need. I will rebuke the devourer for you, so that it will not destroy the fruits of your soil and your vine in the field not fail to bear, says the Lord of hosts. Then all nations will call you blessed, for you will be a land of delight, says the Lord of hosts. Your words have been hard against me, says the Lord, but you say, how have we spoken against you? You have said it is vain to serve God. What is the profit of our keeping his charge or walking as in mourning before the Lord of hosts? And now we call the arrogant blessed. Evildoers not only prosper, but they put God to the test and they escape. The Word of God is awesome. And each time I read different passages, different things pop out. I had something in line that I wanted to say about this passage today, but there are some other things that jump out. First, he starts out in verse 6, For the Lord does not change. He speaks on behalf of the Lord. He says, I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore, you, children of Jacob, 
are not consumed. The people of God have been walking away from the statutes of God, walking away from the covenant uh, between man and God, between his uh, covenant with his people. And he says, I don't change, and therefore you're not going to be consumed. He's saying, my faithfulness stands forever. Our salvation, our relationship with God isn't dependent upon our works or our deeds. It is totally dependent upon his faithfulness to his promise that all who believe in Jesus Christ will be saved. How awesome is that? Like, I think just 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 about Mondays, right? There are ill-willed people. There are, you know, I stub my toe, I spill my coffee, you know, whatever. Anything that could go wrong goes wrong on Monday. And often temptation lies around every corner. And there are moments that we fail, we fall, we mess up, we sin against God. How beautiful is the message that my salvation isn't dependent on me being perfect. It's totally dependent upon him and his son, Jesus Christ, his sinless life, his atoning sacrifice on the cross. It is all about him and not me. And so when I read the passage like this, that I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore, you children of Jacob are not consumed. Like God could at any time wiped them out because of their disobedience, their unfaithfulness, but he is faithful to his covenant and he brings his people back. He urges them. He calls them to come back, to return to him. He even says, return to me and I'll return to you. This is similar to James chapter four, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. All throughout the old Testament, we see the people of God turning away from God and then they repent and turn back to God. We as believers confess regularly. We confess our sins before a holy God and we repent. Repentance is a a turning, a 180 from sin and running to the cross, running back to Jesus every time that we mess up. Religion says, I've messed up. My God, my father is going to kill me. A relationship with God through the person and work of Jesus Christ says, I've sinned. I've got to go tell my dad. We confess our sins. We repent and we turn from them. The Bible tells us that he is faithful and just to forgive, but also he gives us the power, the Holy Spirit to be freed from the bondage of sin. We have a way out of sin. You do not have to sin. Why do we sin? Because man loves it. We love sin. We love to go our own way. We are prone to wander from the God that we love. And God says, I don't change. I am faithful to my promise that those who confess their sins will be forgiven. But then he gives him a couple of charges. He says, don't rob from me. That's the first thing. And he says, don't talk ill of me. The first one, he says, you, you're robbing me because you're not bringing the tithes and contributions to the altar. You're not bringing them. You're not sacrificing. You're not, you're not bringing me the first fruits. The second thing, he says, your words have been hard against me. And well, how have we spoken against you? It is vain to serve God is what they've said. They said that the evildoers are prospering before them. We've talked about this before that when the people of God talk bad about God, it's not good. When the people of God withhold their offerings and what God has blessed them with, when they withhold, when we withhold our contributions, we withhold our giving, it's bad. <laughs> Why is it bad? Because God's given us all that we have, and we are to give all that we are back to him. And that when we see evil all around us, it seems like evil is prospering all around us. 
It doesn't mean that God's not there. It doesn't mean that God doesn't know what's going on. God knows exactly what's going on. God is sovereign, and he is in control of all things. He sets up kings, and he brings kings down. He, 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 he creates both the rich and the poor, and he is the Lord of them both. This passage is huge. It's, there's a ton of things going on in here, but if, if, if I could walk away with anything, if, if I want you to walk away with anything that you hear from this, is one that God doesn't change. He is faithful to his promise to forgive those who call on his son Jesus for the forgiveness of sins. And the second thing is everything that we have, everything that we are, all the breath that we have, all the material things that we get, all the positions and titles, it is all from God, and we are to give it all back to God. And when we see evil around us, it seems like it may prosper. We don't talk ill of God. We praise him and we worship him regardless of what's going on around us because we know that he has a plan and he has a purpose for this life. I want to transition now to this day in history. This is a really cool article that I found on history.com. You can check it out. 1918, September 28th, 1918. A British soldier allegedly spares the life of an injured Adolf Hitler on September 28, 1918, in an incident that would go down in the lore of World War I. Although the details of the event are still unclear, Private Henry Tandy, a British soldier serving near the French village of uh, Marquing, reportedly encounters a wounded German soldier and declines to shoot him sparing the life of 29-year-old Lance Corporal Adolf Hitler. Tandy is a native of Warwickshire, took part in the First Battle of Erps in October 1914 and the Battle of the Somme 1916, where he was wounded in the leg. After being discharged from the hospital, he was transferred to the 9th Battalion in France and was wounded again during the Third Battle of Erps at Paschendale. In the summer of 1917, from July, October 1918, Tandy served with the 5th Duke of Wellington Regiment. It was during this time that he took part in the successful British capture of Marcoing, for which he earned a Victoria Cross for conspicuous bravery. It was later told that during these final moments of the battle, as the German soldiers uh, were in retreat, a wounded German soldier entered Tandy's line of fire. He says, I took aim but couldn't shoot a wounded man, so I let him go. The German soldier nodded in thanks and disappeared. Wow. I've not heard this story. This is this is amazing. Um, you know, the folklore around war, around just history itself, is fascinating to me. But this private, Private Tandy, could have shot Corporal Adolf Hitler, who was wounded, and spared his life. Man. This day in history, September 28th, 1918. If you're keeping up with the news, you probably heard Hurricane Ian. Hurricane Ian has made landfall in Florida. It's uh, extremely dangerous. Category 4 hurricane. And they are warning folks. They have warned folks for weeks like, hey, evacuate, get out. And there are still some folks who stayed, who chose to stay. But the the... Hurricane has hit land. It is currently hitting Florida. It's going to be there uh, for the next few days. It's, it's, I think the last thing I saw on Twitter was it's going to, I guess, exit Florida from the Daytona Beach area. And so it's going to go up through uh, Florida. If you are there, if you're listening to this podcast, if you're 
Uh, thinking about those folks, you have family, friends uh, that are in Florida, be in prayer, lift them up. I'm sure there's going to be disaster relief uh, from the Southern Baptist Convention and and things that people will volunteer and, and need resources. I, I would urge the church, just in general, believers, everyone, be in prayer for the folks that are there, especially the workers, first responders, but also the folks that chose to stay uh, on their own accord. Just be in prayer for them and be prepared to help and give and uh, give to those that are going to go and serve uh, that area once this hurricane leaves. Hurricanes are not to, uh, not to play with and don't mess around with them. Um, but, man, be in prayer for them as they go through these next few days. That is all I have for today. Check us back out each Wednesday. There's a new podcast, and it's just going to get better and better. We're going to have lots of guests on in the future, and it's going to be really cool. We're going to look at different formatting. But, man, if, if you are listening to this podcast, thank you. We want to just say thank you for doing that. Uh, like it, share it, subscribe it, all that kind of stuff. If you want to respond or ask questions, send an email to localchurchpodcast, all one word, at gmail.com, localchurchpodcast at gmail.com. We'll read your questions, read your responses, comments, uh, whatever here. And just, just man, this is let's build a community that loves God, that loves people, and makes disciples. See ya.